Welcome to Environmentally You, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of our direct relationship with our environments and ways in which we can cultivate a deeper connection and understanding of ourselves through the spaces in which we live out our daily lives. I am your host, Karina Ryder, and an environmental wellness practitioner, creative environments designer, and intuitive artist, specializing in sensorial storytelling and spiritual design. In realizing my life's purpose, I am now on a mission to help others by sharing my wisdom and guiding you in this area of your complete well-being. Shall we dive in? Hello everyone, welcome to the introductory episode of Environmentally You. I'm going to start this podcast off by discussing what I mean in the podcast intro when I say our direct relationship with our environments and ways in which we can cultivate a deeper connection and understanding of ourselves, why I believe this relationship is important to acknowledge, explore, and practice, why is now, 2022, the perfect time for understanding and practicing these concepts, Who I believe can benefit from this, how, the short answer, who I am, also the short answer, and my intentions for this podcast. So firstly, I want to clarify my use of the word environment relative to what it is I'm about to dive into here. I have noticed that frequently when I use this term, environment, many people jump straight to the assumption that I am speaking of the global environment at large or that I am speaking solely about natural environments. This is not the case here, nor is this podcast about global warming or other global environmental issues. Well, not directly at least. I know some people believe that these types of issues are divisive and misleading hoaxes. If this be the case, what I have to share may possibly, hopefully, will still be of interest to you. I am not here to talk about fires, floods, and other natural disasters, plastic contamination of the water and soil, or the depletion of icebergs and coral in the oceans, or why our summer was so damn hot this year. But if these are concerns of yours, what I will be exploring here with you may just help. The environments I am referring to are the spaces you live out your daily life, both indoors and out, man-made and natural. Now, with that said, have you heard of the concept your environment or home is a reflection of who you are? Well, what does that mean? Does it mean that if you have a lot of money, that you live in a mansion with designer furnishings and a pool in the backyard? And if you're poor, you live in a leaky trailer with cardboard boxes as furniture and a pond that you bathe in? Could be. But does the amount of money you make define who you are? Hmm. Maybe. Somewhat but definitely not fully. Your surroundings speak much more than how much financial income you bring home. Question, how often do you look at yourself through the environment, your environments specifically? I'm going to take a wild guess that you look in a mirror far more often than you look around your room to see your reflection. 
What about your family, friends, co-workers, etc.? You probably notice and acknowledge yourself in others from time to time. What if you were to cultivate and maintain your relationship with your surroundings in similar ways that you do with your friends, family members, even yourself, especially yourself? And what does that look like? This is a concept I will return to throughout this podcast. It is the basis of what I am speaking about. Unrecognized by many, this is actually one of the most intimate relationships you have. It's one in which each and every one of us experiences from the moment we enter this world until the moment we leave. Unlike your other relationships, except that which you have with yourself, this relationship is constant. Well, arguably with the exception of your time asleep. Every human being who's ever existed has had this relationship, and many people these days don't even acknowledge it. And some are even completely oblivious of this connection, as in-your-face obvious as it may be. Now, every relationship requires some level of responsibility, including the one you have with the spaces that you own or rent. I call this your caregiver-property relationship. Think about it. How do you treat your environment? Lovingly? Respectfully? What if you began to look at it as, how do I want to be treated? How do I want to treat myself? Imagine having greater insight into your mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being just by looking around. Well, you can, with a little effort and open-mindedness. Oh yeah, a brief caveat here. Some of what I have to say may seem a bit woo-woo-ish for some of you folks, and that is okay. If so, I do hope you will not disregard the ideas here that do resonate with you. As we are each unique beings, we will each have a very different looking connection with our physical world, and I greatly honor this. I myself am a believer in many esoteric philosophies, so I will be sharing from these perspectives from time to time. I believe there's an opportunity here that lies in this relationship, one that offers healing, one that is a part of our overall well-being, on an individual level as well as universally. If mind, body, and soul are all interconnected and aspects of the whole, where does our environment fit in? What if we started consciously accepting this as another part of the totality of who we are? The completeness of what it is to be human. Mind, body, soul, and space. We have a tendency to forget we are all interconnected, feeling alone in this world at times. But what if we each had an open dialogue with the things in our life? The physical objects and materials that make up your home, office, schools, playgrounds, backyards, or even the inside of your car for that matter. And yes, this could be vocalized. Or be completely an internal dialogue. Whatever works for you. I also believe this would inspire a greater sense of awareness and gratitude within our culture. And I feel as though we'd understand the interconnectedness between each of us more completely. What I mean is, when you know the world around you as a reflection or extension of yourself, and you consciously relate to it, and view it as something that you can design and mold, just as you do your character, for example, then you can literally see, physically, how we are connected and intertwined in our existence, rather than it being just some hypothetical or invisible energy that ties us all together. Now, I do want to say, Although this may sound totally crazy to some of you, 
I don't believe I've uncovered some unknown secret, and I'm sure some of you out there already grasp this concept. But I think if you do, we are the minority on this one. Alright, for those of you who are still on board with me here, I want to explain why I feel that now, this particular time in history, possibly more than ever before, this way of perceiving our environments deserves not only acknowledgement and discussion, but also practices put into place. I'm going to throw a few statistics out at you, ones that I see as relevant to this topic. As of 2020, in the United States, an estimated 83% of the population lived in an urban environment. That's up from 64% in 1950, and the projected estimate for 2050 is 89%. And globally, we surpassed the 50% mark back in 2007. But the most recent statistic that I could find being 54% of the world population currently living in the urban world. And this is expected to rise to 66% by 2050. So, this means that the vast majority of folks have or are coming into a heavily man-made reflection of self. Maybe we should be asking ourselves what this says about who we are and what we are becoming. There is an undeniable spiritual connection that we have with nature and Mother Earth. Are we becoming detached from this? And at what cost? Another important statistic I'd like to point out. The average person spends approximately 7 hours per day looking at a screen. And I've recently heard the statistic is actually closer to 11 hours per day. That means that individuals' minds are immersed somewhere beyond their direct environment, at least, if not more, than half of their waking day. My concern is, is this healthy? Mentally, physically, spiritually, and environmentally. And if this is just where our world and culture is headed, how can we stay connected to the real world? Especially when considering the concept that our physical spaces are reflections of ourselves. If people are entering the world of the metaverse without having a strong, honest, committed relationship with their real-life environments, I can only imagine the mental and spiritual manipulation and control others could have, and the complete destruction of self that could potentially occur. I do intend to discuss these concepts and concerns, and more of the like, in much greater detail with others in later episodes of this podcast. Okay, who benefits from the cultivation of a relationship with their surroundings? and the strengthening and deepening of their self-awareness and self-understanding that occurs from this. To me, that seems obvious. I believe anyone and everyone. But realistically, I know not everyone out there will care. So with those folks aside, anyone who is interested in knowing themselves better and those pursuing holistic well-being, those who struggle with feeling emotionally safe and comfortable within your spaces, those suffering from climate anxiety, those who find it difficult to be in the present moment, and those who are simply interested in having a deeper connection and more open communication with the physical world. I don't believe there is any one type of person that this applies to, as we all have environments that we live in. Young, old, all races, religions, genders, however you'd like to break it down. Now I will say, there are those, such as many indigenous peoples, whom already have a knowing and understanding of this level of connection with their environment that I speak of. For those who do, 
I would love to learn from you, to hear your perspective, and I invite you to contact me to set up a conversation on or off this podcast. One of my main intentions of producing this podcast is to open this conversation to those who want to learn from it, as well as those who would like to contribute to it. I by no means feel I'm all-knowing on this matter, but I do know enough to have this strong calling from within to initiate and guide others who are also interested in this exploration of ourselves and the world we live in. So, how do you ask? How do I create an intimate relationship with my environments? The short answer is, like any relationship, it's complex. And really, there's more than just one single way. Similarly to your health, spirituality, your overall well-being, this too will be a -a one-of-a-kind experience for each of us. Good thing that like these other aspects of your being, there are tools and even wisdom keepers that can help along your journey. As an artist and designer with many years of experience in a variety of creative roles, who is also deeply invested in my own spiritual growth and holistic wellness journey, I have developed and continue to expand and refine a design methodology that supports the development of this connection and enhances communication with the world around you. Through sensorial storytelling, the sharing of our personal stories along with those offered by the spaces themselves, using physical and multisensory aesthetics, as well as spiritual design, by imbuing expression of our spiritual self along with the energies emanating from these environments, cherished relationships will develop and can be maintained. I propose that the energetics or spirit of objects, living things, materials, and even the empty spaces between them are the components of spiritual design. Along with the use of themes and the application of specific design tools and techniques, such as color, aroma, or the four directions, sacred geometry, or feng shui, for example. Those that are aligned with the appropriate spiritual beliefs, practices, and so on. I will be going much deeper into this in later episodes, as this is a large part of what Environmentally You is all about. Alrighty, a short bit about me, for now at least. As long as I can remember, I've been an artist, a designer, a creative, with particular interest in three-dimensional form and function. Also, I am quite fond of storytelling, which is a good thing because I have a lot of stories to tell. I have a profound love of the outdoors, nature, living things, plants, animals, even creepy crawlies. Well, most. Mm, Some. (laughs) I'll say many. I always have. I am extremely passionate about learning and understanding as much as I can about myself, my purpose, others, the world we live and create in, and the cosmos beyond, and how we are all spiritually and energetically connected. I am a wonderer of what holistic well-being looks like, individually and collectively, and if it's even possible, how do we get there? How can I improve myself? And how can I be of service to the greater good with the gifts that I have been handed in this life as Karina Ryder? It was around the age of 11 through 16 that I became genuinely intrigued in areas such as psychology, especially dream analysis, as I am a lucid dreamer, mythology with a visceral bond to Egyptian mythology, 
crystal healing, the tarot, astrology, aliens, and interdimensional beings, and other occult-based concepts, philosophies, and practices. But these were all things I tucked away as hobbies, meanwhile following my most prevalent inner calling to be an artist and designer. In doing so, I have received educational degrees in studio art, theater, with an emphasis in scenic design, and landscape architecture. And I have led a career in business in both retail and landscape design, all the while continuing to explore myself as an artist. Over the past few years, I, along with many others it seems, have been doing a lot of personal inner work. For me, this process has included a lot of childhood trauma and shadow work, leading me to much welcomed, yet challenging spiritual enlightenment. And this is the where, when, and how my environmental wellness practices and design methodology were fully conceived. Well, fully enough to share. Leading me here, developing a podcast in business, sharing my experiences and wisdom in hopes of connecting with those who feel called to these concepts and helping others on their journeys to holistic well-being. Okay, so what are my intentions for this podcast? In its broadest sense, to bring awareness and hopefully to influence people to be more mindful of this relationship, the caregiver-property relationship that is, at least for now. To me, it makes the most sense to start this process with the spaces you live out your day-to-day life, the places you are inherently most intimate with, establishing communication and a greater understanding of the language the physical world uses to speak to us. Once feeling established and secure with what we see as ours, then ideally we will have better insight into handling the relationship on a global scale. It's like putting the oxygen mask on yourself while sitting in your seat before getting up to help others. And trust me, our planet will take notice of our individual progress and respond accordingly all on her own. What if we started to think and speak of this connection like a friendship, fellowship, or companionship? We could call it an eco-ship, <laughs> or how about enviroship? And better yet, what if we started sharing with each other our experiences, knowledge, and advice, just as we do with these other relationships in our life? As I have developed my enviroship, I have greatly enhanced my spiritual connections to the divine source and improved my overall well-being. I believe that by sharing what I have experienced, learned, and developed, that I can help others do the same. I honestly feel this is my soul's purpose here and now on this planet. I hope to inspire you to take action in the cultivation of your relationship with your environments, creating a true reflection of you, the best reflection of you. If you are a believer of climate change and or any of the global environmental catastrophes that we hear about regularly these days or not, there is always room for improvement and contemplating new ways of doing things. And for those of you who are working on your manifestation skills and or are supporters of the ascension of humankind, I do believe this is an integral part of the process that we must address. I welcome you to join me on this part of the journey to becoming the best earthly beings we have the potential to be. Thank you very much for listening to this introductory overview of what Environmentally You is all about. In the next episode, I'll be sharing with you more about me, my background, and the development of my environmental wellness practices and design methods. 
and in future episodes, I will be covering such topics as the tools, techniques, and practices that I use, some of the ancient design philosophies and other supportive trains of thoughts that have influenced my objectivity, as well as a deeper dive into some of the things I have discussed here today. Also, to broaden the perspective, I will host discussions with other professionals and clients sharing their experiences and insight. If you hadn't noticed, I will point out that I have scripted this episode, and I do plan to do so for a number of others. It's important to me to make sure I communicate what I have to share clearly and with intent. But with that said, I do want to mention that I foresee having episodes that are free-flowing discussions as well. Before I go, I'd like to invite other professionals such as designers, architects, landscape architects, scientists, psychologists, healers, shamans, and wellness coaches, those who may be interested in discussing these ideas with me on this podcast, to please contact me. I know there is so much to explore, and this is one expedition I'd love to experience with the global community. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Environmentally You podcast. If you have questions or comments, and for those of you interested in working with me directly, I invite you to check out the website at www.environmentallyyou.com or contact me via email at connect at environmentallyyou.com. Also, you will find more Environmentally You content on Instagram and other social media sources in the near future. I do hope you will join me for the next episode of this podcast. And of course, I'd appreciate all of your follows, likes, bells, whistles, and whatnot. Have a wonderful week, and I wish you the most amazing adventure ahead, being environmentally you.